Pods, 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 pods for support. Welcome to episode 8 of Pods for Support. Our guest for today is someone who is big on mindfulness, self-love and self-care. Welcoming Naomi Yo. Hi! Hello! To begin, could you give us a brief introduction about like uh, yourself to our listeners? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was just, <laughs> I was just <laughs> talking to you guys about how... I'm hoping I won't come across boring, but in reality, <laughs> no, <laughs> it might be the case. <laughs> okay, the listeners will be the judge. <laughs> yes, so I'll let you um, take the lead on this one. Um, but my name is Naomi, and um, I will not reveal my age. But I am an um, actress. I do voiceovers as well, and um, I host too. So um, our episodes for our podcast actually have discussed depression, the symptoms, uh, the experience, and also we focus quite a bit about like how to support a friend who may be suffering. But in a more recent context, mental health experts actually caution that depression among Singaporeans may be on a rise due to the stresses of COVID-19. Mm. Yeah, so especially during the circuit breaker, uh, we were forced to make many like uh, necessary changes to our lives and many people got affected mentally because of that. So I'm sure that things were quite different from you as well. Um, definitely, I think everyone was affected by COVID mm. on, you know, varying levels. Mm. But I think that's, there's something very resilient about the human, you know, um, connection, um, the way humans um, adapt and their ability to overcome challenges. So I think I saw a lot of that and I... Over the course of the three month mm. um, lockdown, yeah. I think I chose to focus more on what we can achieve mm. in those three months at home as mm. opposed to um, looking at the downside of everything. I think I come from a very um, safe and sheltered background, mm. and it might not be the case for other people as well. So I completely um, understand that. And we do our best in that lockdown to just try and support other people as in when we can. Maybe for you, how has life, maybe work-wise, how has it changed for you ever since COVID? Oh, um, I think it really changed quite drastically for mm. all of us, mm-hmm. especially in the media industry. Oh, yeah. Naturally, with all the other industries um, across the world, I think it took a hit mm. whether it was a big one or you know on, on some level still rocky yeah um mm. so we tried to dabble with like live streams we tried to dabble yeah. with like uh, what we could with you know social media content mm. but for the longest time i think it was very very silent mm. and I, I i think a lot of people kind of lost their jobs in the process yeah but slowly you know, the government started coming in and really started to pick up on what we needed. Mm-hmm. Also, it helped that there were um, leaders who were able to vo- vocalize and who were able to help us in their own way. Yeah. And so with that, uh, coupled with some support uh, from from each other and, and everywhere, we were able to just kind of stay afloat for a while. Mm. Okay, then that's nice to know that you adapted really well as well as in the industry. Maybe moving on to um, what are the things that like actually helped you during those times where maybe at the beginning it was a bit iffy or maybe during the circuit breaker it was, you know, suddenly we had to lock down and we had to stay at home. What are things that really helped you during this period? Ooh, um, the first thing that comes to mind is consistency. Mm-hmm. 
I think when it comes to change, mm. because humans were more or less creatures of habit. Yeah. The minute we um, have a new thing coming, most times, like, I, I don't know about others, but I have a very bad reaction to it. I start to panic. To change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, the idea of it is very daunting to me. Yeah. Especially since I've, you know, created this comfort zone, um, this level of uh, um, confidence with with that, you know, monotony. I was very scared. I don't like change at all. I'll yeah. be honest about that. So when it happened, I think the first thing I did was to really channel um, my energy into the things that I could control. For example, what do you do in a lockdown? Um, I tried to, day by day, come up with a schedule. Oh, okay. So I, one of the things that really helped me was to still be able to do yoga at home. Mm. So just like a simple, you know, mat that you can buy online from Decathlon. They'll yeah. ship it over to you. Um, I, I just, you know, did yoga in the morning and then yoga at night. And um, some of these classes are free as well. So mm. it really didn't affect my income as well. Yeah, so I created this schedule for myself. Like in the morning, what do I do? In the evening, what do I do? And then in the afternoons, maybe I could try um, and work on something new. In between, if clients wanted me to do voiceover work. And that was, the amazing thing was that was the bulk of what I did for for, for the lockdown. Yeah. Um, just online meetings and doing voiceovers and clients just trusting me with, uh, you know, the camera work and just creating content and they'll Mm. vet it after. So I thought that Mm. that was pretty amazing because, um, you know, if I I have something in the morning, in the evening, then we can accommodate to do something in the afternoon. So I still had an intention. Mm. I still had a purpose to my day. And on the days that I'm free, um, I just learn new things. Yeah, but I try to live things day by day and just stay in, in, in that moment. Mm. Okay, so yeah. maybe aside from like scheduling your day and like doing a lot of yoga, so um, how has like your friends and your family like supported you during this period? I think they supported me more than mm. I supported them. Uh, I'm not the sort of person that's like um, I have to you know, text people or like call people. Mm. I, I, I don't mind living in my own shell mm. um, but I, I think they supported me in, in, in little ways and I hope that I did you know, support other people when they they could as well. Um, but we got on, we got on chats, we got on um, FaceTime. Mm. Um, if I if I started going deep into my own thoughts, then maybe I would you know text a friend and mm-hmm. just um, support each other emotionally. Also, it helps that you're able to um, hear someone's voice. Yeah, you often advocate for like mindfulness on your social media as mm-hmm. well as like, yoga and like how it helped you. So. Could you share with us like uh, what mindfulness is to you and how it benefits your mental health? For for me, mindfulness is in short or rather in essence, uh, really just staying focused mm-hmm. on um, the present, staying focused on um, the things that you can control mm-hmm. and really understanding when um, it's time to let go. And as cliche as it sounds, that to me was very, very hard to do because mm. I'm, I'm the sort of person that's very intense and um, I like to have things my way. Mm. And when things don't go my way, I start to panic. Yeah. Um, I start to get very uncomfortable. Um, and it might not reflect very well on my attitude toward things as well. Mm-mm. So when we really go down to the details, you know, just these three things, I mean, mm. everyone can apply it. 
um, to their own lives, but it will show up in very, very different ways. Um, for some, they might be able to adapt that mindful that level of mindfulness very, very easily, because they're just very comfortable in their own skin that way. Mm. But I think for for other people, um, mindfulness is not a natural thing that comes easy, because there are so many external um, factors that come into play. Mm. You know that take charge of your life and. You know, some of these external uh, factors also come in the form of opinions. Mm. You know, like your 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 parents are telling you how you should live your own life, for example, um, or your friends. You know, you're seeing your friends like get ahead and moving on and being happy and doing things that they want to pursue, but you know, there's certain limitations in your life that you're na- not able to follow. Mm. Um, and then you have this like whole thing of the fear of missing out. The jealousy yeah. comes in. Um, so. These are distractions also essentially and mm. um I I wouldn't claim to like, you know, uh know know it all. But I think when they come creeping into my life, it's very hard for me to uh stay focused. Mm. And um I get very stressed out, you know, and and sometimes I snap at people. Mm-hmm. Um Which is perfectly normal. Yeah. Just just <laughs> gotta put it out there. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. It is. Because um, <laughs> I, I just came from, I just, actually this afternoon I came from uh, therapy. Mm. And I think um, it's also one of the ways that I stay present and, and mindful. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I, uh, it's a transference of, of energy. It's a transference of like your own worries that really consume you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just not able to, you're just not able to handle it. Yeah. All of that, you know. Um I think the greatest battle is really what's what's inside your head and what you tell yourself. Mm. Um, not so much what other people think, actually. Yeah. Um, so that's what mindfulness is to me. Very easy thing to say, but very hard to apply. Agreed. And it's um, mm. it's not something that you can achieve overnight. Mm. It's definitely going to appear at very very different stages in your life, and it's really up to you to decide. Um, how you wish to you how you wish to make the best out of it. You mentioned previously that uh, you had like your therapy sessions that mm-hmm. really helped you to, um, you know, just get your feelings out. So, um, how's how's your experience with therapy actually? Oh, fantastic! Actually, mm-hmm. therapy can be expensive, mm. and if you cannot afford it, then what do you do? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, back then, I, I really didn't have any money, but I needed, I desperately needed someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it could, I, I just couldn't find it in me to talk to my parents, uh, my siblings, my friends. I mm. just felt so alone because I, I, I didn't know why. I, I felt like it wasn't the right thing to do to be sharing it with the people close to me. I think I sought after um, a counsellor kind of doing it pro bono um i also had a friend who was very nice enough to kind of guide me mm-hmm. um he also you know struggled with his own um he also has his own battles mm-hmm. which i will not go into yeah but he saw he saw that i had um some things that i needed to deal with and so he um kind of guided me to to this counselor that he was also going to mm. Um, thankfully she was very nice about it pro bono I didn't have to pay a single cent Mm. Um, she could also tell that I was very young and I needed to be molded in the right direction so that was my first uh, that was my first encounter with uh, therapy so she kind of opened me up uh, verbally also Mm. on how I I, I would be approaching things Mm. because in the past um, I I, I just didn't know what anxiety felt 
And I think that for me, she kind of saw that I was getting so stressed out mm. about every little thing, and I quantified it as anger. That was mm. my my default, uh, my default um, feeling all the time. Mm. Yeah, and even to this day, um, you know, sometimes I have problems communicating. But mm. I mean, Ben is wonderful. My fiance is like wonderful. Um, in trying to get me to express, mm-hmm. so he would try, try and help me vocalize. But my default to this day is still anger, and I think that um, I'm still working on it. Mm, and that's yeah. to me. I'm kind of trying to still focus on that, mm-hmm. um, and I'm still working on that with like therapy too. Mm. Uh, but it's gotten a lot better now. Um, subsequently as i went for for therapy to uncover like you know certain uh, family issues that i had mm-hmm. um you know certain acts of shame that i felt um and just untangling all the knots mm-hmm. it, it like calmed me down internally mm. um and um i think i i i'm less um i feel less attacked all the mm. time um, I take things like less personally. Mm. I'm very glad um, that therapy is actually working so well for you. And I mean, after all, we're all still like we're still improving on our own ways. Mm-hmm. So like that's very good. It's it's good that your experience with therapy is like yeah. helping you to improve as a person. Yeah. On to more like a general note, how would you uh-huh. define self love? I think a lot of people are starting to uh, recognize that. You really need that. You really need that that love for yourself before you can continue. Yeah. Um. You know, to to make informed decisions, mm. good decisions for your life. You know, I think at the in the beginning, um, I didn't really have a relationship with that. There was a lot of figuring out to do. Um. How do I, you know, <laughs> put self love into my everyday life? Like, mm. as in, what 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 is it? Like, how do I quantify it? Mm. Um, how do I manifest it in a way that, oh, I can, you know, say, buy my own pair of earrings, like after, you know, a month's pay, like after mm-hmm. saving a month's pay for maybe six months, mm-hmm. I, I finally saved up enough. And, uh, you know, how, how, what should I do with this money instead of constantly thinking about, um, you know, paying the bills? Maybe for once I, I can like p- buy a pair of earrings that I genuinely like, mm. um, you know, that could be one way of, of self-love for me at that point in time. It's that feeling mm. that that knowing that, oh my God, I could actually do this for myself. Um, and that stuck with me. Mm. So as I, you know, worked and as I, you know, started doing more things for myself, um, I started really enjoying it. I started saying thank yous to myself a lot more. Mm. You know, I started, if I failed in in, in, a, in in one thing or in one area, I'm like, don't worry, Neo, you can try it again. Uh, you know, you can, can work on it again. Uh, but there are days where it gets hard. Mm. So then that's also when the self-love comes in. Sometimes there's, there's nothing beautiful to it. It's a lot of figuring out to do, a lot of crying, mm-hmm. a lot of like wondering why um, you're being put in a certain position where you have to consider all aspects of your life. Mm. Um, and you have to consider like, you know, how other people feel as well. It's just not a pretty thing most times. Ultimately, self-love is also a type of expression mm. and a type of acceptance. Um, if you can accept that in your own way, I think you're doing a good job. So um, that's what self-love is to me. Mm. Um, most times bloody. But um, 
other times really good. Okay, so now we're moving on to like our concluding question. Okay. Yeah, so uh, do you have any advice for youths who may be uh, struggling mentally or like emotionally during these tough times? The number one thing is to really tell yourself that if you're doing your best in any given situation, mm-hmm. you're doing a good job. And you shouldn't be so focused on the things that are, are happening right mm-hmm. now. Because a lot of the times, it, it gets very messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to really stay in it for a little bit. Think about it. You know, do not act based on temporary feelings. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's very important. Feelings are important, but they can also be very fleeting. Um, and it's important to to know when to take action on a feeling, to know when to be intuitive about it, yeah. um, and to know when to take a step back and consider all options before you move forward. There are tools available um, around you. Mm. A lot of um, angels come in the form of people. And sometimes when you think that you're on the edge, you're not able to move forward, life might surprise you. I think it's 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 happened many many times for me um and um if you just focus on how you can give yourself another fighting chance you deserve to believe that you are worth it so let's let's start and end it off with that Thank you so much, Naomi. It was it was really well summed up. And I thank hope you. I don't come off obnoxious. <laughs> no, oh my god. No. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing with us all your stories and as well as your experience your, about mindfulness, self-love, mm-hmm. and as well as like your personal journey. So this is your host Shuting and Naomi. So signing out. Bye. This podcast is empowered by Central Singapore CDC and powered by the National Youth Council and Young Change Makers. It is also made in support of the National Council of Social Service and Beyond the Label.